Pope Francis has created an enormous tsunami of scandal by appointing this archbishop to be in charge of the Dicastery for Doctrine, formerly called the CDF Congregation for the Doctrine of the Faith. It's been headed by greats like Ottaviani. Ratzinger was once the head of it. Now we got this archbishop who's known as the open mouth kiss, the deep kiss. He wrote a whole book. We're going to talk about it today. Heal Me With Your Mouth, The Art of Kissing Victor Manuel Fernandez. He's now the watchdog for doctrine in the Catholic Church, and, and that's not a good thing. You know, this is just coming off of last week, and I covered it. Pope Francis recognized and honored this man, this so-called artist who created the so-called art Piss Christ, where he submerged a crucifix in his own urine, blasphemous, sacrilegious, disgusting scoundrel. He gets a thumbs up, a weird handshake. Check out that handshake. I'm just saying. These are the kind of people getting honored in the Vatican under Francis Bergoglio, and it's just got to stop. We need a holy pope. We need a holy pope. This pope needs to go away. He needs to resign, walk away. We need the cardinals right now to intervene. This man will be a cardinal, by the way. That office comes with a red hat to be a cardinal. This is Archbishop Fernandez. Um, we also have his response, which just came out, and I'm grateful to Diane Montagna, who sent me the working translation of the English. Hopefully, if we have time, we'll look at that. But who is this Archbishop Fernandez? Archbishop Victor Manuel Fernandez, who wrote a whole book as a Catholic priest on the art of kissing. Heal me with your mouth. That's just creepy. If I wrote a theological book called Heal Me With Your Mouth, do you know people would they'd lose their minds if I published a book like that? This guy's a Catholic priest. He's going to be the head of doctrine. On Believable. And he's got an interesting vibe, doesn't he? Check out the uh check out the outfit. Check out the fit on Archbishop Fernandez. He's got that turtleneck. He didn't he didn't go with turtleneck and chain. He went with the turtleneck rosary draped long, you know, and it's kind of like turtleneck and chain sipping on a light beer. If you know, you know. Turtleneck and chain. Sipping on a light beer. That's the look. And I was kind of thinking, I'm like, I'm looking at this. I'm like, how is a middle-aged man or older man, how does he say, you know, I'm going to go with the dark turtleneck, the rosary. I'm going to have my little uh, cross the chest uh, merce. You know what a merce is? It's a man purse. I don't have one on. carry a briefcase or backpack. I don't do the cross chest merce. It's not my thing. So he's got turtleneck and chain, sipping on a light beard. He's got the merce. And I was thinking, where did he get this look from? And then I was reminded of the meme. All right, this is it right here, this. Boom! 
Archbishop Fernandez, open mouth. He must have seen this look. He's like, I got the jeans. I got the turtleneck. I'm going to do a remix on the chain. I'll make it a rosary. Now, The Rock, he's got the fanny pack. He's got the fanny pack out front. Bold move on The Rock, but he is The Rock. And Archbishop Fernandez, he went with the cross chest merce instead of the fanny pack. Honestly, a good decision by Archbishop Fernandez, kissy kiss priest, because I think the fanny pack would definitely send the wrong signal as if we're not already sending wrong signals here. Let's jump into Archbishop Fernandez's book. Heal me with your mouth, the art of kissing. First off, would you want this guy teaching your kids? We're going to look at Archbishop Fernandez's defense of himself that came out yesterday. He's saying, hey, I'm just, I'm just trying to relate to teenagers and young adults. That's even worse. If, if this were a priest, you guys turn like in jeans, sipping on a light beer. If he's trying to talk to my kids, my teenagers, he comes up to my son who's 17. He's like, hey, wrote this new book. It's going to help you grow closer to God. Okay, what is it? It's called Heal Me With Your Mouth. Can I get you a signed copy? H to the no. I mean, this is red flags. And this guy's in charge now, thanks to Pope Francis, in charge of doctrine. Now, here is some writings from Archbishop Fernandez. There is a problem with the translation. I'm aware of it, and I am going to discuss that. But this is just a little excerpt right here. I want to share it with y'all. Quote, you don't notice inattentive. Your lips murder. Your eyes don't notice distracted. The wondering eyes that are preoccupied before the divine flesh of your mouth. And you pensively miss with that open mouth while behind you remain the raving lunatics. Come on down, my dear, before you awaken suddenly someone desperate with a terrible hickey. How was God so cruel as to give you that mouth? There was no one who resists me, bitch. Hide it. Victor M. Fernandez. What the heck is that? I wouldn't let this man teach my children Catholic theology. I wouldn't let this man within 100 meters, 100 miles of my children. It's weird. It's inverted. It's perverted. It's got to go. The fact that Pope Francis is honoring Piss Christ artists and appointing these weird men that are doing the theology of heal me with your mouth has just got to go. Now, they are defenders of Archbishop Fernandez who are saying, whoa, 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 you guys are taking this way out of context. All right. This was early on in his career. Okay. That was a long time ago. Any, by the way, anytime someone says, oh, that was a long time ago. Just own it, dude. Own it, Archbishop soon to be Cardinal. But here's the facts. 
he had a PhD in theology when he wrote the book, Heal Me With Your Mouth. So don't be saying, oh, he was, that was early in his immaturity. No, he had a doctorate in theology, so-called, when he wrote this. The other defenders of Archbishop Fernandez are saying, of course, this is the Pope Francis, Pope explaining every time, well, if you look at it in Spanish, it's not actually that bad. So let's look at the main two words here that are getting a lot of attention on this poem are the word hickey. In Spanish, it's sucker. But the word bitch here really kind of pops out, you know? I mean, theologically, when I write my theology books, I've written over 10 books, I tend not to drop the word bitch in it. Well, if you look in the Spanish, and I did, the word here for bitch is actually bruja. And I actually know enough Spanish to know that bruja doesn't mean bitch. Bruja means witch, like witchcraft. A bruja is a witch, like making spells, desecrating. That's what bruja means. So if we actually look at his poem and we we translate it properly from the Spanish, it's, how is God so cruel as to give you that mouth? There is no one who resists me, which hide it. I'm not so sure that that fixes things. First off, why is a Catholic priest talking about kissing, wanting to kiss a witch? Uh, that's kind of weird. That's not theologically correct. You know, I'm not, he shouldn't be out on the dating scene talking to a witch, talking to a witch about her mouth, talking about witches in the context of hickeys and open mouth and, uh, uh, by the way, referring to divine flesh of your mouth to a witch? I mean, if I were Pope, that would get you fired. It would not get you elevated and promoted. If you're liking today's show, hit the like button, share it, subscribe. Of course, subscription's free. Someone asked me, am I on YouTube? Do I subscribe to the page? No, subscription on YouTube is free. You just click on it. You just get notified. If you hit subscribe and hit the bell, every time I go live and make a video, you get notified. Hey, Taylor Marshall's live. He's talking about XYZ. That's all it is. It's free. You should do it. Hit the subscription. So he's definitely, he's got the look. He's creepy theologically. I mean, just the physical look is a little odd. Let's look at his response. All right, he put out a response yesterday. Diane Montaigne sent it. It's kind of big. I don't want to put it on the screen, but I'm going to read it. I'm going to skip the opening paragraph. Here's what he says. On the other hand, there are also groups opposed to Francis who are enraged and who go so far as to use unethical means to harm me. Okay, this is the whole new uh, snowflake culture that if you criticize someone, you're assaulting them or you're harming them. It's just not true. But anyway... No one's, as far as I know, no one's harmed him. For example, says the Kissy Archbishop, for example, for years they have been referring to a little book of mine that no longer exists. I wonder why it doesn't exist anymore. Because it's disgusting and embarrassing for the church. I was inspired by a phrase from the time of the church fathers who said that the incarnation was like a kiss from God to humanity. 
Granted, I think St. Bernard once said something like that. There could be other theologians and church fathers, but that's different. By talking about the incarnation of Christ as God's loving encounter with creatures is a heck of a lot different than coming in and saying stuff like, oh, I don't know. How was God so cruel so as to give you that mouth? There is no one who resists me, which hide it. Huh? Come on. Just because a church father says the word kiss in a theological context doesn't mean you make a bunch of erotic nonsense about hickeys and kissing witches. I mean, theology in the Catholic Church and the seminaries is so off base, so confused. We need someone who can bust some cojones and get some straight lines. Emphasis on the word straight, by the way. And get some true dogma. The worst possible person we could have overseeing doctrine is this guy right here. Well, there's actually some others that could be bad. This guy's in the top 10. And Francis plucked him and got him. Archbishop Fernandez goes on to say, at the time, I was very young. I was a parish priest, and I was trying to reach out to young people. Again, that's super weird and cringy. Why would a priest be reaching out to young people by, by writing erotic material about hickeys and wanting to kiss the divine flesh of a witch? Imagine the youth minister or assistant priest at your local parish writing this material and distributing it to your teenagers. I mean, maybe call the cops. I was trying to reach out to young people, says the archbishop. Then it occurred to me to write a catechesis for teenagers based on the meaning of the kiss. I wrote that catechesis with the participa participation of a group of young people who gave me ideas, phrases, and poems. What theologian? What if I went to a bunch of teenagers and asked them to give me some ideas, phrases, poems on erotic material? Archbishop Fernandez goes on in his defense. This is the translation by Diane Montagna. Quote, well, what these extreme groups do is say, look at the low quality of this theologian. Look at the nonsense he wrote. Look at the low level he has. They have been humiliating me for years with quotes from that book. Oh, boo-hoo. You cringy archbishop. Boo-hoo. All these groups, these extreme groups, he calls them. They're always going to call you an extremist, just like Bishop Barron called me an extremist. Acta non verba. Actions speak louder than words. They called me a low-quality theologian. Look at the nonsense he wrote. Look at the low level he has. It's all victim culture. Boo-hoo, look at me, these extreme groups. I wrote it a long time ago when I was trying to minister to teenagers. Boo-hoo. He goes on to say, but a catechesis for teenagers is not a book on theology. There's a big difference in literary genre. Pause. No. A catechesis for teenagers is theology. How are you now the head of all theology in the Catholic Church, and you don't know this, Archbishop Fernandez? 
If you write catechesis for people, you are training them in the doctrine of the Lord. Catechesis for teenagers, catechesis for kids, first communicants, catechesis for adults, catechesis for the elderly. Guess what? It's all the same doctrine revealed by Jesus Christ to the 12 apostles, passed down by apostolic succession, preserved in sacred tradition and sacred scripture. That's Catholicism. You don't get a, a pass by saying, well, it was catechesis for teenagers. It's not a book on theology. False. You just failed theology. If I were your Catholic theology professor, Archbishop Fernandez, you would get a royal F for fail and a bunch of other stuff. How do you not know, as you defend yourself weekly here, that catechesis is not a book on theology? Shame on you. Invite me to Rome and let's discuss it, Archbishop Fernandez. You can even try to excommunicate me or throw an interdiction on me. It wouldn't matter to me because you don't know what you're talking about. You write erotic garbage. He says, quote, a catechesis of a parish priest for teenagers cannot be asked to be a manual of theology. Yeah, but we can ask for it to be orthodox, wholesome, and moral. And you failed on that. Fail, fail, fail. Three fails. And it doesn't matter how many robes these theologians wear, if it's red, if it's purple, if he's a cardinal, if he's a bishop. If you're cringy and you're unorthodox, it is what it is. I don't care how many times a pope gives you a pat on the back or an assignment. He says, quote, I am proud to have been a young parish priest who tried to reach out to everyone using the most diverse languages. This is why the Pope talks about my curriculum vitae. He mentions that I was dean of the faculty of theology, but at the same time, he says I was a parish priest of Santa Teresita. For him, it is important that a theologian gets down in the mud and tries to use the simple language that reaches everyone. There's a difference between the parables of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, talking about the harvest, fishing in the sea, Finding a pearl. These are the parables, the down-to-earth, if you want to call it, in the mud, teachings of Jesus Christ. He ain't talking about kissing witches. He ain't talking about hickeys. They lie. To, they think we're so stupid. He writes this. He thinks we're a bunch of idiots. Oh, yeah, well, it's down-to-earth. No. It's under-earth. It's infernal. He goes on to say, Archbishop Fernandez, just take another look at him. This is the guy talking right now. Worse still, as these attacks come from Catholics in the United States, he says. He wrote this before he even saw my video, and he will see this video. Howdy, Archbishop Fernandez. Repent. Get orthodox. Teach the Catholic faith, Catholic morality. These attacks come from the Catholics in the United States, and they do not know Spanish. They mistra mistranslate one of the poems in my book. They translate the word bruja as puta, but the book says bruja. 
They have no right to change my words. It seems they have no ethics for this, and it's not the first time they do it to me. Okay, Archbishop, fine. We won't use the word bitch. We'll use the word witch. Why are you talking about wanting to kiss a witch? Why are you talking about a witch with her divine flesh? Why are you talking about hickeys with a witch? It's like changing the word from bitch to witch in the English does not help your case, Archbishop Fernandez. It makes it worse. The fact that he doubled downs here, he's going to double down and say, the mean Americans, they don't know any Spanish. We know, I know what bruja is. A woman who casts spells, does black magic, it's got something boiling in her cauldron. And it's not grits, not chicken, not biscuits, potions. You're talking about wanting to kiss her, make out with her, hickeys with her. Okay, you're just disqualified. DQ, bud. Take the L. Take the L. Trying to work that fit, but you got to take that L. He goes on to say, anyway... They will continue to say many things and they will ally, ally themselves with whomever they can to attack Francis for having appointed me. Victim culture. Quote, but those who have known me closely know who I am. Thank you for the trust and affection that you've always shown. I am not doing this to defend myself. Yes, you are. You think we're dumb? You're going to gaslight us in a letter? Come on. We don't fall for that. I'm not going to defend myself. I've already endured many times these moves and the storms will pass. But I'm making this clear that so some of you do not feel confused or suffer because of these and other accusations. But above all, I am doing it so that they don't try to harm Francis. A big hug, Tucho. Group hug. Infiltration. Infiltration. The Catholic Church, on the local levels, in seminaries, diocesan structures, even parishes, monasteries, convents, seminaries especially, conferences, national conferences of bishops like the USCCB, and especially the Vatican are infiltrated by people who are unorthodox, heretical, addicted to sins of the flesh and carnality, in particular unnatural ones dishonest with money. They cannot let their financials be aired in the public. Cardinal Pell was on this. If you want the 200 history of how 200 year history, how we got there, check out my book infiltration. There's also an audible version. It'll give you the history of how we got here. If you want a signed copy, go to patreon.com forward slash DR Taylor Marshall. And I just signed a bunch of copies this morning. They went out. I'll send out more if you want signed copies. Go to patreon.com forward slash DR Taylor Marshall. When this story came out, when I realized that Arch, I knew who Archbishop Fernandez was. When this story came out, I couldn't believe it and I could believe it because Pope Francis Bergoglio will disappoint you about once a month. We were due, well, we actually had two. We had the Piss Christ situation. And then he just, he, he hit a double this month and he went ahead and appointed Archbishop Fernandez, open mouth, kissy priest. How much worse can it get? We need a holy pope. 
We need a holy president. More and more, we need a holy pope, a spiritual pastor who doesn't meet with pharmaceutical companies, but is providing true catechesis for the faithful and appointing key clergy. I would appoint someone like Bishop Strickland, who has pastoral success in developing vocations and growing parishes, teaching truth. This is what we need. Instead, we're getting the opposite. And it's an alternating kick to the face, to the kidneys and liver, and to the crotch month after month after month. He's looking at you, Archbishop Fernandez, and he's saying to you, and he's saying to me, as he does catechesis to the teenagers, before the divine flesh of your mouth and you pensively miss and with that open mouth while behind you remain the raving lunatics. Come on down, my dear, before you awaken suddenly someone desperate with a terrible hickey. How is God so cruel as to give you that mouth? There is no one who resists me, which hide it. I will kiss, I will kiss until you entirely blush. How does a priest talk like that? How does a priest talk like that? I'm going to some questions, answers, comments right now. Please like the video, give it that thumbs up, share it on Facebook, share it on Twitter. If you're watching on Twitter, retweet this video. If you're watching on Facebook, hit the share. If you're on YouTube, hit the share, share it on Facebook, Twitter. Let's get into it. I wanna hear your comments and your questions Let's roll. People are saying you should run away from this man. Absolutely. Absolutely you're going to run away from this man. I want to ask you all right now, would you let your kids be catechized by Archbishop Fernandez? Zed says, it's funny how the Red Pope constantly picks the wrong people to populate the key posts. It's not funny. I'm not laughing, but yeah. Renee says he looks sinister. This man does not bear the countenance of holiness. Well, what do you mean, Renee? Going back into your comments. Lord of Rings says, should prelates such as this be excommunicated? Go back and learn about Pius X. Pius X once fired an entire faculty of seminary professors via telegraph. He, got, he heard about something going on in the, in the seminary, and he said, got the guy that he didn't have texting or phones. He got the telegraph. He's like, I want to send a message. Get over there. And the guy's like. And on the other side, I think it was in America, the tape came out, you know, like. And then at the seminary or whoever got the telegram, they like held up, you know, the long piece of paper. And it says something like Pope Pius X hereby terminates and fires every single faculty member. You're a bunch of heretics. Repent. Peace out. We need a Pope Pius X. Instead, Pope Benedict resigned 
And now we have Pope Francis Procolio, and it's been a scary roller coaster ever since. Going back into your comments, going back into your questions. They're going pretty fast here. Patricia says he's wearing a rosary. Yes, that's, that's all part of that turtleneck and chain. That's his vibe. When he says, I'll heal you with my mouth. Heal you with my mouth. Turtleneck and chain sipping on a light beer. That's the motto here. Looking at your comments. Lynn says, Dr. Marshall, I'm so heart sick. I know. That's why you got to remember that we're in this for Jesus Christ. We're in this for Mary and the saints, the Holy Trinity dwelling in our hearts. It's not about the clowns working in the Vatican. Uh, here's a good comment here about Pope Pius X. Susanna says on, on YouTube, she's watching on YouTube, Pope St. Pius X got spies into the seminaries to weed out the heretics. Exactly. He had a whole system to find out where are these infiltrators, where are these heretics. That's what we need once again. Right now, we have someone that's actually planting the heretics into the key positions and promoting wicked art like Rupnik, a.k.a. Father Rapnik, and the Piss Christ. And now all doctrine and over the whole world is going to be overseen by this guy, who I would give an F minus in theology. Chris R says, I thought we were not to prolong the kiss. Well, not according to Father Kissy Mouth here. He's got a whole catechesis for teenagers that he wants teenagers to be catechized with. Going back into your comments and into your questions. Matt on Facebook says, Catholic faith is ascent to sacred dogma. This guy has no authority to change dogma. Thank you. Dogma doesn't change. I am the way, the truth, and the life, says our Lord, our divine master, Jesus Christ. No one comes to the Father except through me. I am the same yesterday, today, and forever, he says. That's the truth, because truth is a person. The truth is Jesus Christ. I want to ask you all a question. Do you think after today's video, Archbishop Fernandez, Archbishop Fernandez will, will see this video. I guarantee it. I have 99% assurance because I know they do watch these videos of the Vatican. I've been told. You think they're going to come after me? Is Archbishop Fernandez going to say Taylor Marshall is outside the doctrine of the Catholic Church? He needs to be reeled in or disciplined. Do you think it's going to happen? Let me know in the comments and the questions. Are they going to come after me for calling it out? Kissy kiss. Can he be thrown out by a consensus of the bishops? No. The Catholic Church is a monarchy. It's not. You can't have a coup with the bishops. And... I'm going to be honest. Most of the bishops think this stuff's cool. They're down with it. They like it. What if Archbishop Fernandez installs a kissing booth option for the confessionals? Uh, H to the no. Don't want that. Uh, Thailed bag says kiss of death. Amen to that. 
good pun. I get it. Where is our saints, Daniel says on on uh, YouTube. That's a good question. Where are our saints? Where are our priests like Padre Pio? Where are There are good ones out there. I'm I'm not I'm not saying they don't exist. But we need an army of them. For, unfortunately, a lot of them are getting canceled. You talk about you talk the way I talk right now on this podcast and you got a Roman collar on, you're a priest canceled you get a call from the diocese you're put on leave i know because i talked to dozens of these priests this is what happens this is why i can say it i don't have i'm not father marshall i can say these things but maybe they'll come after me we'll see what happens we'll have a theological debate i'll theologically debate the prefect for the dicastery of doctrine of the faith And we'll do it live here on the podcast, here on YouTube. JNA says, how can we stop this? You got to pray. Pray your rosary every day. Pray your rosary every day or you're not on the team. The only way we little lay people can do anything about it is by appealing to those that are in management. And by management, I don't mean the Vatican. I mean heaven, the Father, the Son, the Holy Ghost, Holy Mary, Theotokos. Queen of heaven and earth, St. Joseph, patron of the universal church. We got to appeal to those who are really in control and say, we repent of our sins, we focus on you, and we want a pure church that we can be proud of, that our children can learn the faith in, that we can rightly and duly receive the seven sacraments. Philip says, kiss of the witch sounds like an 80s heavy metal song, doesn't it? Kiss of the witch. A Catholic priest writing about that. My, my, my. Can you imagine telling St. Peter and St. Paul, hey, there's this guy who's going to be in charge of the doctrine for the whole church. He, he wrote a thing about kissing witches. Calling her divine flesh. Peter and Paul, uh, I mean, they see it right now. But I mean, come on. Come on. They don't come after you. Maybe your priest gets a notification. Maybe. What are they going to do? Say, I can't receive communion? You know? What are they going to do about it? Uh, Alex makes a good point here. No religious Catholic wears the rosary like a necklace. Thank you, Alex. I don't walk around with a turtleneck and and a seraphim rosary around my neck. Like, what's up, bros? I got the rosary. No, you wear a scapular. You wear the miraculous medal. This look here, this fit. I mean, let's be honest. The Rock is more orthodox with his fanny pack and his Cuban link chain than Archbishop Fernandez is. Just saying. Just saying. Back into your comments, back into your questions. But thank you for that. Alex, I agree. Yeah, you're not, I mean, mean, you can wear it, but it's just not really the deal, you know? Pray it, don't wear it. He looks pregnant with the breast and his sissy purse. Yeah, it's not not a good look. I'm not a fashion consultant, but I would say not a good look. All right. 
Michael says, but Taylor, he might hit you with his purse. Maybe I don't care. It's not going to hurt. He could hit me a hundred times. I'm going to endure zero bruises. If he were to hit me with the Merce man purse. Also, uh, it was, I haven't done all the research on it, but I heard that Soros or a Soros family member visited the Vatican today. I got to look into that. So make sure you're subscribed. That way, uh, when I come out with it, you don't miss it. All right. Going back into your comments and your questions, you guys are getting pretty funny. Yeah, people are, don't like that he's wearing the rosary. I get it. The Cathars have taken over. Interesting reference. I get it. If you know, you know. He looks like an evil character from the Bond 007 movie. I don't know, maybe. This from Oh, this is a good comment here because I love the Book of Jude. This reminds me of the Book of Jude. So much encouragement there for us in time like this. Yes, please, everyone. Your homework on the Dr. Taylor Marshall podcast is to read the Book of Jude. It's like it'll take you two minutes to read it. It's one chapter. And it's maybe 30 sentences, super short. It's one of the shortest books of the Bible. Read the epistle of St. Jude. St. Jude talks about how in the early church, during the time of the apostles, there were unorthodox teachers who were addicted to carnality and illicit sexual activity. In the time of the apostles, I'm not talking about 2023, I'm talking about 8053 or 63. Read that because you'll realize that the idea of infiltration is not something new. It's not something that Taylor Marshall wrote a book at book about. People are like, oh, wow, that, that's legit. That makes sense. No, this has been going on since the beginning. Even the fall of angels with Lucifer, even with the serpent in the garden with Adam and Eve, even with Cain and Abel, even with the fall of the Davidic kingdom. All of this is an inside infiltration. Read Jude. Thank you, Hannah. Everyone's homework is pray your rosary every day or you're not on the team. If I see you in public, you're like, hey, Taylor, watch your pockets. Do you pray the rosary every day? You better pray that rosary every day. You're not on the team. And go read the Epistle of St. Jude. It'll take you two minutes. And right now there's 1,700 people watching. Right now, tonight, I want 1,700 people to read the book of Jude. Then you can tell people, I read a whole book of the Bible last night. Boom. All right. That's a girl. No, I don't think it's a girl. It's a dude. All right. Comments and questions going back in. God cannot be cruel. I agree with you. Avignon popes, Italian popes will give way to Argentinian popes. Looks like it. Looks like it. President Taylor Marshall, 2024. Everybody go watch my video from yesterday where I talk about it. I give you my 12-point presidential platform. I see a lot of Hispanics wearing the rosary lately. I mean, I think I've seen like Madonna wear the rosary. Again, I'm not a fashion consultant, but no. Super chat here. 
Taylor, can you pray for my dad who passed away yesterday in your personal prayers? Absolutely. We're all going to pray Hail Mary right now. 1,700 people are going to pray Hail Mary for your dad in the repose of his soul. Let's do it. Amen. Ave Maria, gratia plena, Dominus tecum. Benedicta tu in mulieribus et benedictus fructus ventris tui, Jesus. Sancta Maria, Mater Dei, or pronobis peccatoribus, nunc editor mortis nostre. Amen. May the souls of the faithful departed, through the mercy of God, especially this soul, rest in peace. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. May your Father rest in peace. May you feel comfort. We'll do a couple more comments, super chats, whatever you guys got for me. Uh, one guy says, I wouldn't allow him to feed my dog. Lisa says, your platform is solid. Thank you. Everybody go listen to my presidential platform. Released it yesterday on the 4th of July. It's on YouTube. All right, I'm going to take a couple more. Maybe we'll do two more comments and questions. Number one, Marcella, why is God allowing this to take place? If you read the Bible, particularly the Old Testament, and you also read the Apocalypse, by the way, check out my book, Antichrist and Apocalypse. You can get signed copies right here at patreon.com forward slash DR Taylor Marshall. If you read the Old Testament and you read the Apocalypse, you realize God is not uh, this jolly old tired grandpa who winks at sin. God is a just God. He sends plagues. He sends earthquakes. He sends punishment. He sends pestilence. Why? He wants people to repent and turn to him because he loves us. But love and mercy does not do away with punishments, with discipline. St. Paul says God disciplines those whom he loves. God is allowing this to take place because the Catholic Church in its laity and in its clergy has become lazy and complacent. We no longer send missionaries to the far corners of the earth. We contracept. We abort. We show dishonor and irreverence to the Holy Eucharist. And so we are suffering these horrible things. As it says in the Old Testament, at one point in Hosea, I think it's Hosea, yeah, Dewey Rames, O.C., that God will allow the effeminate to rule over his people. He says that. That's a punishment. I'm going to take effeminate people and make them rule over you. That's your punishment. Let me make sure I got that right. People are going to fact check me and be like, it's not Hosea. You messed up, Marshall. You failed. So let me look at it. Got my digital Bible. By the way, if you want a digital Bible where you can look up everything like I do, you can join the NSTI, New St. Thomas Institute, where I teach online courses. And uh, you have a digital Bible, Dewey Rames. It has the Latin. It has the Greek. It has everything that you need. My keyboard just died. It ran out of batteries. Well, I look it up on my phone. This is when I need like a co-host to take over and like say a joke or do something really interesting. Uh... Man, there's a lot of Bible verses about the effeminate. Man, there's a lot of them. Didn't realize that. Here it is. Oh, I was wrong. It was not Hosea. It was Isaiah. God says, 
yeah, if you want to take online courses with me and get your online Bible and online all sorts of resources, go to nsti.com, sign up. It also helps support me in the work I'm doing. Okay, Isaiah 3, 4. And I will give children to be their princes and the effeminate to rule over them, says the Lord God Almighty. Part of the punishment that God inflicts upon his people when they're disobedient and not focused on God is he says, effeminates are going to rule over you. What's an effeminate? Effeminate is a man who recoils from hard work and pain. That's effeminate. Doesn't mean necessarily becoming like a woman, like trans. Effeminacy, as defined by Thomas Aquinas and Catholic moral theologians, is the preference for that which is easy and soft as opposed to that which is difficult and hard. Great men do hard things. They make sacrifices. True patriarchy is power and strength combined with sacrifice for other people. That's what patriarchy is. This is the model we see in the Holy Trinity. So yeah, Isaiah 3, 4. The punishment is effeminacy. Effeminate leaders placed over us. Boy, do we got that. Bing, bong, boom, ding, dong. There it is. Thanks for watching. If you want to take online courses with me, go to nsti.com. If you want to uh, learn about this infiltration, why we're in it, how we get out of it, I have two chapters at the end of how we get out of this. Get infiltration. Go to Amazon. If you want to learn about God and his wrath, the end of the world from a Catholic point of view, according to popes and church fathers, check out Antichrist and Apocalypse. If you want to move and go somewhere where your values are honored, whether it's Catholic schools, traditional Catholic churches, traditional Latin mass, I encourage you to begin that journey by contacting Real Estate for Life. You go to realestateforlife.org and they can help you sell your house where you are and move to where you want to go. For example, tomorrow I'm visiting Tyler, Texas. Great place. If you wanted to move to Tyler, Texas, you would want to contact realestateforlife.org. Tell them that you heard about it on the Dr. Taylor Marshall podcast and they'll get you set up. All right, pray your rosary every day. Read the book of Jude. It's at the very end of the Bible. Before the book of Revelation, you're going to find the, the book of Jude. Read that. You'll be encouraged. You'll realize we're not in a particular, we are in a particular situation, but the players, the problems have been going on for 2,000 years. All right. Thanks for subscribing. Thanks for liking this video. Thanks for sharing it. And till next time, remember, our Lord Jesus Christ is you're the light of the world and the salt of the earth. So go out there and be salty. God bless. Godspeed. Let's pray for a holy pope. Let's pray for orthodoxy. Not open mouth kisses. H to the no.